0: Ashley Brock, reading Dolores Fawson's book, Gage, Chapter 3. Lisette hadn't intended to blurt out her baby news. She hadn't wanted a soul to know that she was pregnant. Not yet, anyway. But she, could allow, she couldn't allow this man to use a tranquilizer or any other drug on her. This early stage of her pregnancy, she had no idea what kind of damage it could do to her unborn child. It might even cause her to miscarry. The man glared at her, and Lynette didn't know why her baby news would cause him to react this way, nor did she care. She was tired of fighting, tired of this man, and she tire- and tired of the entire situation of a hitman in danger. If he was so determined to get her to safety, then Lynette was going to cooperate. Well, maybe. If she got a chance to escape again, she would take it in a heartbeat. But she couldn't do that if it meant further risk to her baby. Didn't, she reminded him when he just stood there gawking at her. He tripped the sensor, remember? That means he'll be here any minute. He shook his head as if to clear it and caught on to her arm again. Yeah, yeah, that was his only explanation for his extreme reaction about her pregnancy. It certainly didn't mesh with the smart-mouthed cockiness that he'd shown her up to this point unless he was planning on doing something or taking her somewhere that wouldn't be safe for a pregnant woman of course a hitman wouldn't be safe either come on he finally snarled the return of the shirley tone was actually a relief sort of but it was more of a relief when he caught onto her arm again for a moment lynette thought that they might start running after all a hitman on their tails warranted running but he kept the pace at a light jog as they slogged through their way through the mud and grass. Maybe he was being considerate now that he knew she was pregnant, or maybe things weren't as urgent as she thought. The slash of light changed her mind about the lack of urgency in robbing of what little breasts she'd managed to keep. Headlights. No, but- No doubt belonging to Denton's vehicle. Well, they were Denton's headlights, all right. If this mouthy intruder had told her the truth, Lynette couldn't be sure about him. Something definitely wasn't right, but she didn't know what. Still, if he wanted her dead, he could have managed that before she ever woke up. Not exactly a comforting thought. The headlights of the approaching vehicle suddenly went dark, causing her heart to pound even harder. Her intruder had no reaction, not even slightly tensed muscles, and she could tell that because he practically had her in a bear hug as they jogged. Denton's out of his car, the man mumbled. Lynette had no idea how he knew that, especially since they were a good twenty yards from the house and even farther from the road. Added to that, it was still pitch dark, but then there was another light, a tiny streak that had the man mumbling some profanity. He has a flashlight, he whispered, and he yanked her behind the nearest tree. He positioned her so that the front of her body was against the towering pecan. He pressed himself against her back, and he was big enough that he created a shield of sorts. They waited there, the seconds crawling by, with her heartbeat crashing into her ears, and the rain swiping at them with each gust of wind. The man, her self-proclaimed protector, kept his gun ready and aimed, the barrel sticking out just slightly from the tree trunk. If not it's Denton, all right he whispered. Lynette tried to blink the rain from her eyes, so she could pick through the darkness and see what had made the muscles in her protector's chest and arm turn to iron. Now that the headlights were off, she could no longer spot the car, but thanks to her security lights that rimmed the eaves of the house, she saw the shadowy figure, a man dressed in dark clothes, and he was indeed carrying a rifle. Her stomach clamped into a hard knot. Lynette had held out hope that Denton wasn't real, that he wasn't an actual hitman, but the rifle provided... Proved otherwise. Sweet heaven, what was she going to do? She hadn't had time to finish her backup plan to move from Silver Creek, and now it might be too late. Denton could complicate things because once this was over, there'd be an investigation. She'd have to call the authorities, and that would mean bringing in Gage's family. There was no way she could keep the intruder visit a secret. Keep quiet, the man warned her in a whisper, and don't you dare think about running again. He kept his attention pinned to Denton lynette had indeed considered running again but she had to pick her poison here an intruder or a likely hitman some choice it was the intruder for now she watched his denton skulk toward the house straight toward her bedroom window he lifted the rifle and fired the bullets crashing through the glass pains lynette clamped her hand over her mouth to muffle the gasp the blast slammed through her and robbed her of her breath and any hope that all this had been some scare tactic if she'd been inside those bullets would have ripped through her she'd be dead right now the man behind her made a i told you so sound but that sound had no sooner left his mouth than he sucked in a quick breath, and Lynette knew why. Denton looked inside the window, his face right against the now gaping hole that his bullets had left. He pulled back his shoulders, and then his gaze skirted all around the yard. Oh, mercy! He apparently realized that he just shot at her empty bed. Lynette prayed that Denton would go inside, and then she engaged her gauge-appointed protector, could get out of there. That rifle could fire just as deadly a shot into the yard as it had into the house. Get ready to move, the man whispered when Denton stepped onto her back porch. Lynette did while she got as ready as she could, considering the ground was practically a mud bog and that her nerves were in shambles. The moment that Denton stepped inside her house, she and the man started to run. This time it wasn't a jog. They ran. The security lights didn't give them much illumination this far out, and it was next to impossible to see where they were running. Lynette hoped they didn't trip and fall. The sound nearly caused her to do just that. It was a thick blast and a rip through the darkness. Not from inside the house. No, it was much worse than that. This shot had been fired outside and in their their direction. The man latched onto her arm and pulled her behind another tree just in the nick of time a shot slammed into the trunk of the oak and sent a spray of splinters everywhere lynette couldn't think couldn't breathe she could only pray that the shots would miss and would end soon every bullet was a risk to her her baby, and yes, even to this man she didn't completely trust, and again the man positioned himself so that he was shielding her, except this time he was pressed even harder against her until he had her flattened against the tree he reached out with his right hand and returned fire, since his gun was so close, just inches from her head the blast was deafening Lynette put her hands over her ears too late, everything inside her was clanging, and the only revved up only revved up her fear and adrenaline didn't fire another shot into the tree, then another. With each one, Lynette knew this nightmare was real. But why? Why had someone sent Denton after her? Yes, she looked into those business deals in her father's files, but she hadn't found anything that incriminated Patrick, Nicole, Nicole, or even her father. She certainly hadn't found anything that would warrant her death, unless— Oh, God. Was that it? Did this have to do with her pregnancy? Had her father learned the secret that she'd paid dearly to have hidden? If so, then Denton wasn't the least of her worries. Level your breathing, the man one, or your, uh, or your hyperventilate. Lynette tried to do that. She tried to stop herself from spiraling into panic, but it was hard to remain calm when this close to death. She died, so did her precious baby. Stay ahead of me, he ordered. Lynette had no idea what he meant by that, until so he shoved her away from the tree and in front of him. He pushed her to start running again, and that's exactly what Lynette did. She ran with him behind her, once again acting as her human shield, Gage must have somehow convinced this guy to risk taking a bullet for her. But why? Why had Gage thought of her safety during his last moment on Earth? Later, that was something she wanted to know. This man would tell her, that is. So far, he'd been short on explanations and long on details that anyone could have learned. But Lynette had to know. Had Gage somehow managed to forgive her during those last moments of his life? Was this man... The proof of that forgiveness? If had managed that, it would ease her immediate grief, but it might help with it wouldn't ease her immediate grief, but it might help with other things. She slid her hand over her stomach. Another shot. Annette braced herself for one of them to be hit, but this shot also slammed into the tree. Her rescuer had no doubt planned it that way because he kept them weaving in and out of the clump, clump of trees, using them in his body to keep her out of the path of Denton's bullets. Watch out for the ditch, he reminded her. Good thing, too, because Lynette had forgotten about it, though she'd walked near it dozens of times. Falling at this point could be a fatal mistake. They leaped over the foot-wide ditch and kept running. Too bad the shots kept coming their way. we will have to reload soon, he let her know, and then he'll run after us. That didn't help keep her breathing level. Lynette didn't want to believe him, but unfortunately, he'd been right about everything so far. Maybe when this was done, and they were safely out of here, he would tell her more right Things like how she could stop this from happening again. Just like that, the shots stopped. Apparently, it was reloading time, and Lynette and the man automatically sped up, going from a jog to a sprint. She was thankful that she was in good shape, and that the irony was, just the day before she asked her doctor if it was okay to continue jogging, he'd given her the green light. However, her obstetrician certainly wouldn't recommend her running for her life to dodge a hail of bullets. The man shoved aside some long-hanging cinder branches and pulled her into the dense shrubs and underbrush at the edge of her property line, though it was late September, everything was in full leaf and the foliage scratched and slapped at her, so she felt safer here than out in the open. Well, she felt safer until the shots started again, and yes, Stinton was indeed following them. These shots were closer than the others had been. They broke through the wall of thick shrubs, and Lynette spotted the dark waters of the creek cooling around the rock and sandbanks. She also spotted the dark-colored SUV who was parked on a narrow dirt road, exactly where the man had said it would be. Another truth in his favor, but they didn't head toward the SUV. Much to her surprise, he latched onto her arm and practically dragged her into a clump of hakeberries. Lynette was about to remind him that the idea was for them to get the heck out of there, but he put his mouth right against her ear. Didn't do close to us for us to escape, he whispered. He positioned them side by side, so that he had a good angle to view the dirt road in the SUV. If I start the engine, he'll hear it. Lynette shook her head. But you could drive out of here fast. In fact, she was going to insist on it. The farther and faster away from Denton, the better. The road's too straight for that. Denton could and will disable the SUV by shooting out the tires. And then we'd be forced to get out while he still has a rifle trained on us. That sounded, well, logical. Something that she didn't want to hear right now. Lynette didn't want logic. She wanted to get out of there and away from the assassin trying to kill him. Kill them his weight he added in the same hoarse whisper if didn't comes this way i'll see him he paused, the, the, he paused along that drew Lynette's gaze up to him i'd prefer him alive so he can tell me the name of the scumbag who hired him yes Lynette hadn't, consi- hadn't considered that but it was something she needed to know that was the first step in stopping this and keeping her baby so- safe but would didn't tell them Maybe this man pressed him, and Lynette didn't care how hard he pressed. She didn't care if he beat Denton to within an inch of his life. She had to know what had brought all this down on her. So, they sat and waited. With her breath racing, her heart pounding, and the fear overwhelming, she had to get out of this alive. Because the Hank Bear Trees were choked together, they actually created an umbrella of sorts, and they got a reprieve from the rain. His Stetson helped, too, because she was tucked partially beneath its brim, still desperate, still despite the trees in her trench coat. She was soaked to the bone because she hadn't taken the time to button up. Maybe it was the chill and the adrenaline, but Lynette's teeth started to chatter. Shush, the man warmed. When the chattering only got worse, he hooked his left arm around her and pulled her inside his leather jacket and against his body. Instant warmth and comfort, something she hadn't expected from this stranger. Lynette drew her knees up to her chest and buried her face into the heat from his chest and shoulder. It didn't calm her exactly, but it helped, so did the fact that he had those delicate eyes trained on the area around them. The rain made it hard to hear anything, but she listened for any sound that might alert them that didn't was near, and she heard it, the snap as if someone had stepped on a twig. The man no doubt heard it as well, because she felt the muscles in his arms tense just slightly. Barely a reaction, and a drop in the bucket compared to hers. He eased away from her, probably to get ready to fire, and Lynette readied herself as well. She pulled in her breath, taking in the man's scent, not the rain-slick leather jacket or even the t-shirt beneath. She took in his scent. Despite hearing that twig snap, Lynette looked up at the man. It was too dark to see his face, but she tried to recall every detail of it when she'd seen him in her bedroom. The wrinkles around his eyes, the gray and his beard and hair, none of those things was familiar, but his scent was. It stirred through her, warming her in a different kind of way than his body had, but then Lynette shook her head. No... It couldn't be. She stared at him, trying to see something in his face that would match the scent, but the sound had at her attention snapping away from him. There was rustling movement in the underbrush to their right, just a split second of a sound. Ford Denton came crashing through. Denton pivoted, turning the rifle right on them. Her heart stopped. Her breath froze in her lungs, but the man with the familiar scent didn't freeze. He bracketed his right wrist with his left hand, took aim, and he fired, he pulled the trigger twice. And even though Lynette couldn't see exactly where the shots had gone, a few moments later she had her answer. She saw Denton crumbled in a heap on the ground. Hell, the man grumbled. He kept his gun aimed at Denton, stood and cautiously went closer to the hit man. He bent down, touched his fingers to Denton's neck, and added another hell. He's dead dead not exactly good news because he wouldn't be able to tell them who hired him as bad as that was lynette still didn't wish him alive but she did want something else she had to know lynette stood and stepped from the corner of the hakeberries the rain immediately slapped at her just as it was doing to the man in the black leather jacket and stetson she walked closer drew in his thin hand oh god she hadn't said that aloud but he must have sensed some change in her body language what he snapped, staring down at her, on shook her head, and stared back. She was terrified to speak, but there was no chance she could stay silent and not ask the question. Gage? End of chapter three.